The Sam Alex Show. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so when you're in Nashville, where do you stay? Um, I got a key to a couple of friends' places, which I'm pretty lucky to have that. So I got a friend that's uh, downtown, Fifth and Korean Vets, so she's right near the Bridgestone Arena. Well, don't which give is... the exact address. Well, <laughs> if anyone wants to find me, you know where I'll be. But um, And then I have another friend who's near Belmont, so right in the heart of the and city. you have the key code? Do you have key fob? How does this I work? I have everything. I've got the app, which gets me into one place, and then I've got an actual physical key to another. So, so do any of them have a spare room that's actually your room? Or they both do. I know. Do they know about each other? <laughs> no, I have to keep it hush-hush. You know, we don't want to get anyone offended. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, it's great. If one has a guest in town or, you know, whatever, I can stay at the other place and I go back and forth. So, so. one's next to Bridgestone Arena where the, the Predators play hockey and where all the big concerts are. Yeah. And then where's the other one at? Uh, near Belmont. So it's a little more residential over there. It's quieter. Which you prefer that one? I like them both, honestly. They're both great. They're both for different reasons. Like one's in a, in a really beautiful, like old Nashville home. And then the other one is in like a huge brand new Airbnb building. So there's a lot of energy in both. <laughs> and how long have you been coming to Nashville from New York? About a year and a half, actually. I've been doing that. That's it? That's it. Yeah. So fairly new to it You're all. You're a freshman. I am. Well, I'm, a sophomore, I'm totally, yeah, yeah, I'm in second semester of sophomore year, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I love it. I love going back and forth and it's great. And we're in New York, born and raised. Born and raised right outside the city on Long Island. Have you been to Long Island, as they say? I have. Yeah, my friend got married at the just the Hempstead Estate. It's like the, oh, yeah. There's the central something. northern part. I yeah. think it's where they filmed uh, The Great Gatsby. <laughs> yeah, they got all kinds of cool things. Oh, Ohika Castle? Is that, is that where they did I it? I think it started with an H. An H. It was very fancy. It was like I was in a movie. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to think about this. I don't know. That's cool, though. So what was your high school like? Oh, my gosh. So Massapequa High School, huge. There was like, I want to say 700 kids per grade. Um, and then they also, you know, there's a bunch of kids that went to Catholic school or private school. So there's about 1,000 kids per t- per grade in the town. So it's a massive town. Um, the school is where the Baldwin brothers went and Jerry Seinfeld went. So fun fact, our high school auditorium is called the Baldwin Auditorium. But it's not after the brothers. It's after the father because he coached the football team at Massapequa for so many years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The Baldwins that we know, were they like famous football players on the team? I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I know the dad, I think, was just more the heart of the community, and that's where the Baldwin Auditorium got its name. Did any of them come back? Or were any of them guest speakers when you were a student there? No, or? none of them did when I was there. I do know that Justin Bieber was wearing a Massapequa Chiefs sweatshirt, though, which the town went wild. That's our mascot. The town went wild <laughs> over that because I guess now that he's married to Haley Bieber... Well, Haley uh, Baldwin, Baldwin mm-hmm. and her dad is from there, so they come to Massapequa a bit. So he somehow had a chief sweatshirt, and yeah, everyone was going nuts. And is there anything about Seinfeld in the school? Or uh, there's a picture of them in the Hall of Fame, but that's about it. Did you see the episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee that they both did? I'm gonna I go to hell to for town. saying this. I've never seen Seinfeld. Well, I know no, it's not I feel the like... sitcom Seinfeld that. The, oh. the one on Netflix. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Have you heard of it? No. It's called Comedians in Cards Getting Coffee. No. I think it's been five or six years. Oh, no, but I got to watch this. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. Have you guys seen it? Yeah? Okay. Oh, I guess I'm the only one. So I live under a like rock. 30 minutes of just Jerry Seinfeld getting coffee with his famous friends. Oh, that sounds fun. At a coffee shop. It sounds... And I think the episode with Alec Baldwin, they went to the town. Oh, went nice. To, I think they went to the school. Oh, man. I got to find that. Okay. That sounds cool. It sounds like uh, James Corden's like carpool karaoke. They right. just they just do coffee. Yeah. Very low budget. Yeah. 
So the bad part about a big school is, I mean, there's still only five players on a basketball team, only one lead in a musical. So yeah. were you in sports or just doing music? No, I was always kind of doing music. I started working professionally when I was eight years old. So I grew up doing film, television, commercials, theater, voiceovers, you name it. I've been a you know in the business, show business since I've been about eight years old. And um, well, when were you first recognized? Or like when did people see you like on a commercial, like your, uh, your friends or your friends' parents? My first or- big one was probably when I was eight years old. I did the Kmart back to school commercials with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> and actually, Jesse McCartney was yeah. in that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was definitely, That's him, right? yeah, he was okay. like my first like crush and my first boyfriend. I just remember like we, the buses would pick us up from New York city and then they would drive us to set and Jesse and I would sit next to each other every day and play the game boy together. <laughs> Did you grow up in the same town? No, we just like Both during, during that whole week of commercial shooting, we were just madly in love. Does he know that he was your boyfriend? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Have you seen him in adulthood? You know, it's funny. I haven't, but we kept in touch for a couple years after. And like, you know, you'd call each other's house phone and be, I would be like, hi, Ginger, is Jesse home? And is that what it was? Just, that's his a, mom. Just a, is that what it was just a landline? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Back in the day. But no, no, is this I haven't YouTube, seen him this video? You and Rosie and Jesse? Oh gosh. I don't, probably not because it was, I want to say the commercial was like 1999 or something like that. Oh God, I'm dating myself. I'm aging myself. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'll have to really dig in the archives okay. and see if I can find it. Well, please start. I interrupted. Keep bragging. What were some of the other commercials or things that... Um, Let's see. I did uh, some Nickelodeon Magazine commercials and guest starred on Law & Order SVU and narrated a children's cartoon on PBS and did like 58 episodes for them. And so quite a variety of of different things and... uh, yeah, so that's always been my life, and so I never, I never questioned what I wanted to do. I always knew I wanted to be entertaining and performing and something, and um, so I always was on stage singing and doing stuff. And then the doors kind of opened, you know, a couple years later, and I, here I am in down in Nashville. <laughs> so after high school, what did you do after? Okay, graduation? so after high school, I then went to the Boston Conservatory, um, which is now merged with Berklee College of Music, and uh, my major was musical theater. So I continued to then do a whole bunch of off Broadway shows and develop new Broadway musicals and you know work a lot in Manhattan. Who are you? <laughs> you do I don't know. All. I'm trying to figure it out. You're like a female Hugh Jackman. Oh my God! First of all, that's the best compliment ever, and that's that's kind of the career you know I want to have is like being like Barbara Streisand and Jennifer Hudson. Now they have these incredible music careers, but they're also get to do arts in other ways too, which I love. But um, anyway, went to Boco, graduated, continued to work professionally, and uh, made a couple YouTube covers just because I was bored and wasn't totally creatively satisfied. I wanted to do more and more and more. Any of them go viral? Well, uh, a couple went semi-viral. I did this cover called "Say Something," which ended up getting like a hundred thousand views. It was in the Huffington Post. And so I developed this little online fan base. And then I did a video with my friends from Postmodern Jukebox. And that video oh, got it's like 600,000 views. And we actually covered a Megan Trainer song. And Megan Trainer herself like tweeted and was like, everyone follow Carolyn Miller, like girl can sing. So I woke up one day with like 3,000 extra followers. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it said, Megan Trainer tagged you in a post. And I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, that, so then all of a sudden, like I just developed this little online following and the demand for original music suddenly was there. And because I was always an actress and worked in musicals and stuff. People always gave me music to sing and shows. I never had to create and, and really start from scratch. And I don't know, this fire in me just started kind of bubbling up. And I'm like, maybe there's something here. And I always loved country music because of the storytelling aspects. And, you know, just just these are like the real singer singers. And when people have something to say, it's like in country music. And the lyrics and the melodies are just so important and special. And I, I just think that's it's not like that in other genres sometimes. And so I was always drawn to country. So when I had this opportunity, 
opportunity to maybe put out original music. I was like, well, I have to do country music. You know, I love it. And, um, yeah, I, I created the EP like two years ago and held on to it. I didn't want to release it prematurely because I knew I didn't have a, a, a total following yet. Like I didn't know anything about country music. I didn't know anything about the industry. You didn't play in my celebrity kickball game yet. Well, I hadn't now. played a celebrity kickball game. Exactly. Now, now, I mean, forget it. But <laughs> so, have you thanked Megan Trainer in person yet? I haven't. I had the, the opportunity, but uh, hopefully, hopefully next time I see her. So, how often are you in Nashville compared to New York? <laughs> every single month, I'm here. So and how long every do you come for? three weeks, I basically come down. I'm here for an entire week. So technically, my zip code and my license is New York, but I'm an honorary part-time resident. So literally every three weeks, I'm in town for probably about a full seven days. So you go so. LaGuardia to Nashville? Oh yeah. Okay. LGA to BNA. I didn't recognize LGA. It was gorgeous. It's oh, like it's I was a so, BWI or Oh my god, the new terminal is amazing. I feel like I'm in the future. <laughs> but by the way, when you go to LaGuardia, how do you get to the city? Because I, I took public transportation and it was uh, it took no, an hour it's a and nightmare. half to like even get on the bus. No, yeah. total nightmare. Uber. Okay. So my apartment, so I used to, I lived in the city for years and I actually just um, got a house on Long Island right outside the city. And so my apartment was on the east side and because I'm taking like 6 a.m. flights, it was amazing because I could call an Uber and within 20 minutes be to LaGuardia and get right nice. there. Um, but Long Island, Uber, the same thing. It's just easier than public transportation or parking. What was the SVU episode you were on? <gasps> okay. So I think I it's- I just started season 19. Okay. Season six, episode eight. Oh, so we're a little bit back, but I look the same. Everyone who sees me is like, you like, we'll see and be like, that's Carolyn. Like same hair, same everything. Just a little younger. She's six. <laughs> so who are the actors? Yeah. Uh, Billy Hargitay. Campbell, Mershka Hargitay. Billy Campbell guest starred. He played my dad. Um, Mershka Hargitay and Chris Maloney. It was like the whole original cast, but it was called Doubt. And so in the show, they, it was like this art professor who was accused of doing not so great things to his student. And um, at the end of the episode, they don't tell you. It's like, we, the jury, find the dependent. And the screen just goes black, so you'll never know. Ha ha So they actually had an online poll where people could vote and say what they think if he was guilty or not guilty. And the majority said he wasn't guilty, which in my character's <laughs> eyes, duh, because that's my dad. Of course he didn't do it. <laughs> but no, it was fun. I like... I was naughty. Like I sent some emails threatening to kill her because I was unhappy of how she was breaking up my family and then, you know, got confronted. You know, it was really, really, really cool. It was actually supposed to be a two part episode. And then I was going to have this whole scene on the stand and the jury. And then when I got the final cut of the script, I mean, this stuff happens all the time where things change last minute. It was like, no, nah, we're going to cut it down to one episode and we're going to cut three of your scenes, but you're still a principal role. <laughs> so I still oh, had good cool. camera time, but I was like, damn it. I wanted to cry on the stand. So does it take a week to do a one hour episode? Yeah, or? basically. And and it's so wild. So if anyone watches the episode, the part where I'm being interrogated by Mariska in their office, um, it was actually like two o'clock in the morning when we were filming, but it looks like it's like four in the afternoon because they have this wall and then behind the wall, they have these really funky lights that depending on the angle, it can make it look like sunset sun. So with, depending on how it reflects off the background, it looks like there's a sunset outside. So in the video or in, in the, in the show, it looks like it's afternoon and it's totally two o'clock. And it's just at a soundstage. Yeah. Or? It was at one of their studios. Studios. Also, what was so cool is their elevator. So the, you know, it opens and closes, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's just an electric door that like opens yeah. and shuts. I thought that was so cool. Like that was, that was a neat little thing. And what was another, oh, so Mariska on her desk. I love the story. She had this note from Hillary Duff 
which I think is amazing. And actually on set, so every time when she's like sitting at her um, police station desk, you don't see what's on the desk. It's like pictures of her kids, whatever. It's this note from Hillary Duff in like a pink marker that's just like, keep on shining, girl. Love you. Love Hillary. Like it's like. <laughs> Did Hillary guest star in that I, show? She must or have. she just a fan? I, I don't know, but I thought that was so wild. Like, you know, Detective Benson has like notes from Hillary Duff on her desk. Yeah. So do you still have an uh, acting agent? You still audition and stuff? Um, focusing yeah. more on music? Right now, my focus is 100% on country music um, but you know I'm always open to opportunities and sometimes I get calls for things like last week I was in the recording studios in New York doing a whole bunch of voiceovers and I was doing some dubbing for some movies so the actress that you'll see it's actually my voice I had to like sync everything I was saying to the screen because she had a British accent and they decided they did, they wanted just a neutral American sound. So they took my voice. I had to audition and then they sunk it to the whole. What movie is movie. this? It's like a English as a second language movie. So it's, it's an educational film teaching, you know, foreign speakers to speak English, wow. but yeah. So you do it all. <laughs> I'm a little bit of everywhere. So talk about your single summertime. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it was just released on August 16th and it's just like your ultimate summer jam that reflects on that summer romance you'll just never forget. And I feel like we all have one. It doesn't matter if it happened when we were 14, if it happened when we were 20, if it happened when we were like 35, everyone at some point has that one summer fling that, you know, you can remember those details as if they were yesterday, you know? And, um, it's kind of fun to think about that and be like, do you ever think about that? You know, that was, that was a good time. And so, uh, it was written by Lance Carpenter, Leah Turner and Blake Bollinger. And, uh, I was just so lucky. They, that Lance is a friend of mine. He sent it to me. I fell in love with it. I was like, I have to cut this. He sent it to me the first First week of July, a week later, I was on the plane down here for 24 hours, got in the studio, cut it, and then we released it two weeks later. So it was quite a whirlwind. Wow. Just like the summer romance. <laughs> so, uh, did you perform with Leah Turner last night? I didn't. I just went to go see her. So she played Whiskey Jam, and I went to just go see her and hang out with her. Because your Instagram started look like you were on the stage filming. <laughs> I was just fangirling in the audience, like front row. But <laughs> no, I, I was off to the side. So I've never been to Whiskey Jam. It looks like it's a good time. Kind of crazy. You've never been? <gasps> I'm on the Sam, radio. Alex. Oh my gosh, it's great. It's so fun. Um, yeah, anyone listening, if you're in Nashville, it's just such a great place to go and hang. And you'll see like seven artists every Monday and Thursday. Everyone does three songs, gets up on stage, and it's just a huge party. That's really what it is. It's just a fun party. When Tara Thompson was there too, right? She was she performed too? Everyone from our kickball game. Literally, so I saw. So Leah and I were like, "Oh my god, it's good to see you!" And I saw Tara, and Tara's like, "I know you. How do I know you?" I was like, "We were celebrity kickball teammates, you know." And she was like, "Oh my god, we had so much fun." You were basically like the public. You were like the booker and the publicist for the event. Oh, Thank I you. was all about that. I got to tell you, like, first of all, I was honored to be asked to play, but I love kickball so much. And when you said we we're doing this, I'm like, I'm gonna recruit people. Like, I literally was sending text messages to like all my country artist friends. I was like, "Who's around? It's gonna be great." And Chase it was Rice, such a great Michael Ray, Michael Oh Morgan, yeah, we got them all. Well, yeah. we, we asked everyone. <laughs> we asked. Not we asked. Was I don't think Luke was around. Well, I think this is the secret. Next year, are you going to be in town for CMA Fest next year? Of course, I'm going to be here. I better be on the team, Sam. Look, I got to play. Of course. Okay. It's official, right? Okay. It's on tape. Okay. <laughs> the, the secret is doing it on like on the Tuesday. Yes. Not even the Wednesday or Thursday. Like, totally. Maybe Monday. Monday yeah. or Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's when everyone's in town. Everyone's touring on totally. the weekend. Totally. It's so true. They're playing the stadium show. And Taste of Country is the same weekend, the festival. So everyone's like right. in and out of town. Yeah, it's so tricky. But uh, yeah, no, for sure. That'll be a good time. And I think we should send the dates like now. So everyone's like booking <laughs> like agents. Like save the date? Yeah, like let's get, yeah, exactly. Like save the date, Celebrity Kickball 2.0, get ready. Let's not even send it to the artist directly like we done before. Let's just send it to WME, CAA, like all the oh, bookers. 100%. And then they'll just put it on the calendar. Yep, totally. Do you have any dream artists or any celeb you want to play in the kickball yeah, game besides think, Hugh Jackman? Yeah, yeah. I think Thomas Rhett would be such a good teammate. Like, I feel like he would just be like so supportive and, you know, even if he, he's like, oh, it's okay, you'll get it next time. You know, like, I feel like he would just be such a champion of the people. Soccer. 
Yeah. Well, then I want to be on his team. He injured his leg, <laughs> so I don't know if he'd be able to run. Maybe. No, he works out. He would do it. He works out. I got to tell you, though, I want to start training now for this kickball game okay. because I was a little rusty this last time around. My <laughs> first, my first, not at bat, my first at kick. What do you call it? Yeah, my kick. My first at kick. Yeah. I had like a big one go up high, and I was like, whoa, this is big. And then it landed right in the shortstop's arms. I was like, no, but we're going we're gonna to do it. Hopefully, it won't be grainy and wet the ground. I love William Michael Morgan wearing his hat and a polo shirt and <laughs> golf khakis. Okay, okay, let's talk about this for a second. So I think, I don't know if I DM'd, I think I DM'd him first. And I was like, hey, we're playing. You need to come play. And he's like, I'm in. And I was like, Sam, reach out. We're making this happen. He comes in his like full-on khaki pants, his whole cowboy hat, sunglasses, and he's he's like, I've never played kickball before. And I was like, I love you. You are my favorite person in the world. And he was good. He had some good kicks. but He was really good. He was like, he looked like he walked off stage from a show and was just planted at Shortstop. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll ask TR, and we want Lauren to play too. Yeah. And yeah, their yeah. kids. Yeah. And I think that's good enough because once he plays, all of his friends will play too. Yeah. And then that's it. Oh, totally. And then it's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Are you saying you're going to the Jonas Brothers concert? Or I'm not, are? unfortunately. Yeah. I've got some friends who are going to it. I'm sure it'll be a really good time. But Okay. I just saw their documentary. It's amazing. Even if you're not a fan of them, it's just so well produced. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is so Nick comes from the theater world too. He got his start doing Broadway shows. Yeah. You know, how so. to succeed in business. And yeah. He's oh, the yeah. real dude. As a kid, but, child but, but even as a kid, too, you yeah. know, how to succeed. He did more when he was, everyone knew him as a Joe bro. Mm-hmm. But like he was um, Gavroche and Les Mis. He played Chip in Beauty and the Beast. He did like all those, you know, before he they, they formed the band. He was doing So do you ever cross paths with, with uh, uh, not just them, but anyone else that became like really famous for you? Like, oh, you remember them from... The commercial or yeah. off-Broadway? Yeah, there were a handful of people that, um, you know, I remember seeing them back in the day at the auditions and, and crossing paths and doing stuff. And, uh, yeah, I remember Hayden Panettiere. I used to see her all the time at, like, various auditions because I think she was from Long Island. Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. was from Long Island. So, yeah, there there were people like that I can remember seeing back in the day. So what's it like when you walk into an audition and you see one of them? You're like, oh, no. Um, no, I don't like run into them so much at auditions anymore, but you know, what was so funny is, so I actually auditioned for frozen the movie, like way back when, and it was pretty cool because, you know, this was before they, you know, had a cast. And so I, I sang and read for Elsa and on the sign in sheet, it was like Nick Jonas, this person, this person. I was like, I am, this is so cool to be like, you know, on an audition day with all these people. So yeah. So Nick Jonas auditioned for frozen fun fact. Wow. That's yeah. such a cool experience just doing the auditions. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Which, so are, are, do you keep in touch with Hayden or no? No, 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 no. We okay. weren't like super friendly. And when we were kids, we like crossed over a little bit. Because Next time I see her, I need to ask her because I was in the show Nashville. The last episode when it was on yes. ABC playing myself on the red carpet. Get out of here. With Hayden. That's Hayden. incredible. With her character. Julia Barnes and in the scene yes. she didn't want to be there she was she was wearing high heels it was hot it was uh, a long day uh-huh. and she, she just was I don't know I think was going to break up you're with such her a celeb Sam I'm just me <laughs> so between takes she was saying oh my gosh my feet are killing me what's going on are we done what's happening action and ah. then I was like, are, are you seeing anyone Julia what's going on oh, I don't have time to answer these questions I gotta go oh that's hilarious so, I mean that was on the script so I don't know if she was she's a method actor like Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> And Lincoln, or yeah. if she just I don't, a tough day. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't probably seen her in like 15 years, so I'm not too sure. But that's funny. That's a funny story. That's gonna be my only question. Are you method actors or not? <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know. Actually, so another fun fact: they're making that show into a Broadway musical. 
Oh, no kidding. Yes. So Did you I'm, audition? No, I haven't yet. I'm stalking every day to find out what that sitch is. Who's the producers? Who I, don't, uh, I, I think it's Blue Spruce Entertainment or something. I think okay. it's the same people who produced the Mean Girls musical and a couple other things are getting behind it. So that would be like a dream come true because I'd be combining my two worlds. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I am an authentic artist in Nashville, mm-hmm. but I come with the background of a professional actress, you know, who's been in actors equity and been on stage my whole life and trained in musical theater at a conservatory. So I'm like, hi, <laughs> yeah, this is for me. I have to do this. So yeah, no, we'll see. But that okay. would be pretty well, cool. Let me know what I can do to help. Oh my gosh, I will. Oh, before I forget, what were some like the off-Broadway shows you were in? Yeah. So I was in, um, the first ever off-Broadway trilogy. It was called, uh, my big gay Italian wedding, my big gay Italian midlife crisis and my big gay Italian funeral. And it Are was you Italian. <laughs> I am. I am Italian. I'm only a quarter Italian. People always think I'm more Italian because I have dark skin and my mannerisms and from Long Island. I grew up around a pretty big Italian family. So, but, uh, yeah, I just basically channeled my mother for my character. <laughs> Nice. My mom's like from, you know, she's got like this thick, like Brooklyn accent. And w- when we studied accents in college, everyone called her actually for the New York Brooklyn accent. She was like the case study for, <laughs> for it. Um, but no, it was really fun. And what was so cool about it is it was the same group of characters in the three, depending on what night of the week that you went to the theater would be depending on which show that you saw. Oh, okay. So I got to play for the most part, the same character, just in different stages of her life. Oh, neat. Um, and it was so much fun. I mean, it was, you know, it was such an incredible experience and, um, yeah, I n- I'll never forget. I made my off-Broadway debut on Father's Day. And so, you know, I wasn't expecting, obviously, a lot of people to come because it's, you know, Father's Day. And my whole family was there. And my dad was saying that was like just such a great gift as a father. And my friends were there. My friends' dads were there. And that was just so special to celebrate yeah. around so many people I love on their day. And they came to see that debut. That was a memory I'll always hold on yeah. to. Yeah. So are there any other uh, Italian country artists that you've become tight with or you're kind of the one? I I think I'm the one reppin', honestly. And, you know, even up even up in the New York area and the Northeast, there's not a lot of us up there. So it's really fun to kind of be that country, Nashville country music artist representative up in the Northeast yeah. and, and in New York. And I get to do some really cool things. And I get a lot of phone calls for direct support opportunities for artists that I may not get the same opportunity if I was here, you know, all the time. So being that I get to go back and forth is, has been great. Um, and also, you know, where I'm from, country music was never on the radio. So literally up until five years ago, and I'm going to say this because I'm going to be honest about it. I never heard of Alan Jackson. I never heard of George Strait. I never heard of... Le- because is, I was never exposed to it. There's not a country station in Long Island? Now there is, but it's only been in the last couple of years that they've really started to come around. Yeah. So growing up, the, my only country artists that I knew were Faith Hill, Shania Twain, the crossover girls, mm-hmm. and then Carrie from American Idol was really how I started discovering the artist based off of who she would cover, who she teamed up with in the finale and yeah. followed her journey and stuff. That's when I really started to, to learn it. So there's a... There's there's a misconception that country is all twangy banjos, fiddles, which of course it is in, in some areas no. and it's so important to the genre, but there's a new wave of country that, that isn't all that. So people up in North are like, you're a country Western singer. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's totally different. And so 
I'll get people to come to my shows who go in with the mentality of everyone's going to be in like the cowboy boots and the cowboy hats. And then they leave being like, I love country music. I didn't realize this is country. And, and they're now discovering other artists. So I love kind of taking on that responsibility of, of bringing the new Nashville to the North and, and sharing it and converting some country fans up there. You're an ambassador. I'm, I'm an ambassador. I'm trying. I'm yeah, trying. I think Kane Brown just sold out Madison Square Garden and <laughs> old, old Dominion did too. So there's a, they're, and they're Luke Bryan did as well. So yes, there's, yeah, there no, is a lot of country music fans and oh my gosh and you know it's so funny i always say like anyone who goes to a country show in new york i just went to jason aldean came brown and carly pierce on friday the ride all night tour came in and they played the long island jones beach theater which is a fifteen thousand seat amphitheater out on the water it's amazing it's beautiful and everyone still in new york like people don't know like people are like oh i'm going to nashville for a bachelorette party i have to buy a cowboy hat do you know carolyn where the cow the the, the stores are where i can buy like cowboy boots i'm like not really because a lot of people were here like that's not what we wear on the regular basis it's not what we do but but people on Long Island and New York think that. So when they go to these shows, it looks like a costume party. <laughs> I mean, everyone is in American flag bandanas and plaid button down shorts and the boots and the cutoff. It's like I when mean, people go to Stagecoach or Coachella. Oh, it's just like, totally. Yeah. So it's so funny. But, you know, people love it. And it's like an event. You know, you dress up with your friends. You tailgate. People get there hours early before the concert. Some don't even go in and will just sit outside, like, with their little tents in the parking lot and do it. So it's really a fun experience. You know, and and I don't know. I love getting to be a part of it, and it's an honor to kind of you know try to bridge the gap. Thanks for being here on the show. Are you going to be at the CMA Awards in November? Yeah, I'll be here. Have you been to the CMAs before? Um, I haven't. I, I don't know if I'm going to the actual awards show, but I'll definitely be in town all week and be running around and trying to go to as many events as possible. But um, I'm sure I'll see you there. I know you're kind of the face of it over there. You run around and do it all. Yeah, I usually do red carpet. And yeah. Stuff. So I, I think of that because Ashley McBride nominated for a bunch of the things. Did you just open for her? I or? did. I did. I got to open for her as part of her Girl Going Nowhere tour. Um, and I did a date with her up in Portland, Maine, and it was such a blast. It was just the two of us on the bill. So I can see you guys being friends. Oh my God. We Okay, so let me tell you. So after the show, we probably hung out for three and a half hours and my family was there. Her musicians like packed up one on the bus. They were like tired and done. She's just hung out with me and my family and friends that I had at the show for three hours at, until at basically... Bar, no, in the green room still, <laughs> of like b- backstage until we basically got kicked out at two o'clock in the morning. I was like, all right guys, it's time to go. And she's like, all right, I think I got a bus call. But she she's hilarious yeah. and just such a great human being and she's very you know what you see is what you get mm-hmm. the the artist you see on stage and in interviews is the person who you're hanging out with you know backstage and on stage and everything and she was like telling me this story she's like you know carolyn she's like if you ever get in a bar fight she's like you got to have your thumbs out like this because no one's going to want to mess with you and she's like and if you jab someone right here in the chest in the bony <laughs> part the finger's going to do a lot of damage like she's just going <laughs> so i have this video actually on my instagram carolyn miller music it's like I have it. It's like self defense class with Ashley McBride, and it's the whole tutorial video of her with the thumbs out, and she's amazing, and I love her, and <laughs> it just kills me. Uh, single summertime. I yes. can't wait to get drinks with you and Ashley. Yes, Cost me too. Uh, Carolyn Miller you. here on the Sam Alex Show. Thank, Thank you. you, Sam.